This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, where we are in season six entitled Sports Psych X's and O's. As many of you know who have been on this journey with us so far this season, we are bringing to you some of the theories, models, constructs, and concepts that have played the biggest role in helping educate us as a, as a team, performance coaching team, on how we go about actually coaching individuals, teams, and organizations, because we have a belief that all the work that we do with our clients should be great grounded in some sort of science or understanding of effectiveness. And so we thought it'd be fun to share high-level insights on some of those, again, key constructs that inform our work. And today we're going to be talking about something called flow, right? And at the Selking Performance Group, we work with individuals from the locker room to the boardroom, so from the sports space to the business space, to help them understand and leverage the power of mindset and leadership to drive success, right? To unleash their ability to deliver performance excellence consistently when it matters matters most. And flow is a construct that is brought to us by a gentleman by the last name of Cheekset Mahai. And yes, it is spelled way more crazy than it is even said. And so we'll have that in the episode notes for you to check out. And and again, as with all of these, there are mounds and mounds of research, uh, additional research beyond what we're bringing you in this podcast. So I really encourage you to check it out and dive in a little bit deeper. But really flow, um, original in its concept, was described, there was really nine requirements for for us to achieve a flow state, right? And for any of us that have been in sport or enjoy running or are in the music or arts or really have just delved into our craft, whatever that might be, we found these moments where in a deep sense of flow state, right? Where time seems to either stand still or speed up, where we're totally absorbed in our activity, where we are putting to the best use the skill that we have within us and are applying it to something that, that just matters deeply, really for no end state particularly, but more being in that mode itself. And that's what we call flow. And so Cheek Setmahai in, in some of his original research said that there were nine sort of requirements to be considered in a flow state. So I'll read those to you just as a quick list. Um, the first is that there's a requirement of a challenge skill balance. And that's what we're going to flesh out a little bit more today because I think it's it's most useful uh, from a framework standpoint and from an applied standpoint. And that's what I, we'll, we'll share a little bit more in depth after I read through this list. The second is, the again, the merging of action and awareness where the, the sense of automaticity takes over, right? Where you're not really thinking about what you're doing. You're just, again, totally absorbed in the activity. Where the goals are clearly defined, right? So you know what it is you're trying to accomplish. There's clear, unambiguous feedback. So you're getting feedback in the moment, knowing is this working? Is it not working? You're making tweaks and adjustments, um, adapting your approach, right? For the math equation that you might be solving. Yes, for those of us athletes. Uh, We've got mathematicians out there that get in flow state when they're with their numbers. And that's powerful. There's total concentration on the skill being performed. 
there's a sense of being in control without trying to be in control, right? So there's that paradox of control that's being discussed or experienced where, yeah, you know you don't have control over the, the, the moment, but at the same time, you feel in total control of yourself and of the outcome. Um, there's a loss of self-awareness, right? We talk about becoming one with the activity where, again, you totally, that loss of time awareness is another variable. And then finally, the autotelic experience where the end result is above all. You know, again, where an autotelic experience, if you're not familiar with that term, is just a self-contained activity, one that is do- not done with the expectation of some future benefit, but rather simply because of doing it itself is the reward, right? So again, when those nine factors are at play is when one is said to be in a flow state. But again, let's break that down to something that's a little bit more consumable and applicable to many of us in our own lives. And so even when I say applicable, I'm going to ask you to think about an XY graph. And so on an XY graph, where on the Y, so that's your vertical axis, you have challenge. So the challenge of the activity that you're involved in. And then on the X axis, you have your skill level of that challenge. And so think high, low to high on each one of those, those axes. And so when an individual has a lo- the, the, the skill itself, right, you have a low skill level and the challenge is low, that's where we have what we call apathy, right? You don't really care about what the heck's going on because one, it's not difficult, and two, you're not good at it. So who really cares, right? Again, when you hear this, you'll be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, right? So that's apathy. However, if you have a low skill level, but the challenge or the task in front of you is really hard or high, that's when we tend to create anxiety, right? We get stressed out. We're like, oh my gosh, I have to complete this task, but I don't even know how the heck to do it. And all of a sudden, that anxiety creeps in, right? Conversely, where let's say you have a high skill level, you're really, really, really good at what you do, whatever that might be, again, whether it's math or accounting or science or football or leadership, right? Or, uh, you, you know, manufacturing, you have a high skill level, but the challenge isn't very hard, right? That's where boredom sets in. You're like, man, I, I, could, do, I could be doing more with what I know I can do, and that's boredom. And yet there's this state where your skill level aligns with the challenge in front of you. There's this unique intersection of where it's it's challenging, right? You have to apply all the skill that you have to be able to overcome the challenge and it's personally meaningful to you. That's when we hit a flow state. Right. And and now listen, again, we went through those nine variables of when you're in this ideal flow state, but, but the reality of it is we can challenge ourselves to be more flow state like on a more consistent basis. And, and then, right, all of a sudden our life is more meaningful because all of the skill that we've wired into ourselves physically, technically, tactically, and mentally, we're applying it to a challenge in front of us that's, that's perfectly balanced in terms of its level of difficulty and it's meaningful to us. And now all of a sudden we're in a flow state. So again, can we start getting ourselves into a flow state more frequently than not, right? So the late Ken Revisa, a leader in our field of sports psychology, you know, he said he spent a lot of his earlier years trying to get people into the flow state. And then he realized that, you know what? High performance is about being able to deliver when things aren't perfect, right? You might not be in a flow state, but you have to deliver anyway. And so I completely agree with him and and ascribe to that model. But I think flow and this construct again of the, the 
skill challenge balance is something that we can apply to our lives to raise our game on a more consistent basis. So your championship mindset training for this week is to just do an assessment of some of the areas in your life that are most meaningful to you. Draw a graph, right, where the challenge again is on your y-axis, skill is on your x-axis, and plot out where do you land on that graph. Are you living in a state of apathy because you have a low skill level and you're doing stuff that isn't really challenging to you and you don't really care about it? So you're sort of apathetic with life? Listen, you got to get out of that. That's on you. That's your responsibility to figure out how do I engage with life and create more meaning and apply myself to the task at hand because you have a purpose in this life and you've got to figure out what it is and how to make a difference. Or in some of maybe your roles, your skill level is low, but the challenge in front of you is high. And so you're in this constant state of anxiety. Listen, take a breath, step back, go back to school, get some training, read a book, And figure out how do you raise your skill level to match the challenge in front of you so that your anxiety lowers and all of a sudden you can get passionate and absorbed in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Or maybe some of you, you're so good at what you do and you've been in the same role for 30 years and nothing's really challenging anymore, so you're just bored. Eight to five, you're bored, you go home, you hang out at home and you're bored there too. That's on you. Figure out how to raise the bar. Find a more challenging work. Ask your leader if you can get find more more to do. Expand your skill set, expand your influence. Right? And then for those unique few, right, that are living in this flow state where your skill and the challenge in front of you is perfectly aligned, keep going, keep learning, keep growing. Keep improving your skill and raising the bar of your challenge so you can continue to be in that state of meaning and purpose and delivering on a consistent basis things that are meaningful to you and that you can apply your skill to. Listen, I'm a firm believer that as humans, we want to contribute to the greater good, whether that's to our family, to our community, to our work, to our team. And so it's our responsibility to take it upon ourselves to try to figure this out. Now, again, it's not easy to figure this out by yourself. So we've got a team of performance coaches here at the Selking Performance Group that would love to come alongside of you and help you navigate this. So if that's of interest to you, shoot me an email directly, amber at selkingperformance.com. We can talk about what it is you're looking for, where you need to grow, how you need to sort of dissect where you're at in life and, and maybe plot this graph out so that you can figure out how to bring more of your best self to the moment on a consistent basis because you're a human. You're a human being. You're not a human doing, right? You're a human being. And so within that, how do we be who we're called to be in the moment on a more consistent basis? And we would love to help help you figure that out. And if this would also be a fun topic, maybe to share with your team, your organization, this or anything else that we talk about on here from a keynote standpoint, again, just let me know. We, we do that for organizations across the country. Um, but at minimum, Take it upon yourself to start to grow, start to to raise your skill level, to put yourself in challenging situations so that you can unleash your performance excellence wherever it might be. Thank you so much for being with us today. Please follow us on all the social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Champ Mindsets, on Instagram at Selking Performance, and on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. Uh, we have a website, www.selkingperformance.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter or find a ton of other free, great resources that can, again, help you raise your game from a mindset and a leadership standpoint. You've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue you building your championship mindset.